everybody has the ability. We're way more open to it when we're little. It's just like regular psychic. Yeah. I was, I know because I come from the, the view of animal communicator, I always say animal communication and then like plain psychic stuff or regular. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean anything bad by it. Cause I teach that as well. Basic but, psychic yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, it's very much the same. The thing that I like about people learning animal communication is that I feel like the animals are giving extra added help to open your psychic senses. And a lot of people will learn animal communication and then they'll realize, oh, and my regular psychic senses are now open as well. Hello, hello, high vibing it, homies. Welcome back to another epic episode of hopefully one of your favorite podcasts where we talk about spirituality, personal development, loving yourself, living your best life, et cetera, et cetera. And today we have a new friend on. She's so awesome. I'm super excited to talk to her because the theme of today's episode is something we've never really touched on before. So I'm super excited to dive in. Her name is Miss Danielle McKinnon. She is an animal communicator, an intuitive coach and author of The Incredible Animal Afterlife. And she has really cute hair and really cute glasses. If you're on the Patreon, you can see this whole vibe that she has going on, which I genuinely appreciate. And yeah, Danielle, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, Kelsey. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, if you're wondering where Lindsay is, she's just feeding one of her kids, you know, mom life. We got to schedule things in when we can. I guess Abel, her husband, was supposed to not be working today, but then he was. So she'll join us in a few minutes. But anyway, Danielle, please tell everyone a little bit more about yourself, what you do and how you came to do this work, because it is obviously very unique. <laughs> so we want to hear about it. I guess my first question, Kelsey, is do your listeners know what animal communication is? Because if they don't know that and I tell my story, they don't know where I'm going. <laughs> Okay, that would be a good place to start for anyone who's maybe <laughs> new to the topic. But everyone who listens to the show is definitely into the mystical, the woo-woo, the psychic, so they can follow along. Okay. So pet psychic, that there, there we go. Okay, I um, never, ever, ever planned on being a pet psychic or an animal communicator. <laughs> Does anybody plan on being that? <laughs> when I was little, I wanted to write and I wanted to help animals. Um, but I didn't know that this kind of job existed. So I didn't conceive of this until, until it happened. Um, when I was little, I was the weird one. I was the sensitive one. I was the one who didn't fit in. I was also the one who was insisting. I knew what my hamsters were thinking. And my family was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You know, <laughs> like mom, I do. I swear <laughs> they want more popcorn or whatever. <laughs> Uh, the thing is though, when your mom is telling you that you don't know, you go, oh, I must be weird. I must be crazy. I must not know what I'm talking about. So, um, I spent a lot of time thinking I was weird and different and just trying to be normal, N normal, non-psychic and non-connected to animals. So then, uh, when I got into college, I started investigating meditation, 
while also going to um, a lot of parties. <laughs> As one does in college. The form right. of meditation, I guess. <laughs> I didn't, I would go, I would go to the party all night and then I would drive down to Boston and go to the meditation retreat. So I don't, you know, that I didn't know what I was doing, but I was trying to figure myself out. And then a few years later, my dog got sick. And my husband and I were um, just like devastated. I'm very much obviously an animal lover. When I was little, I had hamsters and rabbits and parakeets and dogs and all the animals. I had all the animals. So um, when my dog got sick, didn't know what to do. A friend said, take her to a pet psychic that is uh, lived in my town, was actually in my town. So I did. And in that reading, he was able to connect with my dog and tell me that she had she told him she'd eaten corn cobs and that's why she was sick. And she'd eaten the corn cobs because my husband and I had been fighting about my mother. And we had been fighting about my mother-in-law. I didn't care. Mother, mother-in-law, like this was, I was in the marketing world, like doing the corporate stuff. You, mother to mother-in-law was not an issue to me. I was like, this, this is what I need to do with my life. This is my thing. And I kind of started working toward that. And I opened, I basically opened up a business within a week. <laughs> wow. I was like, I've been doing this my whole life. I got to do this for real. What am I doing in the marketing world? And yeah. So as soon as you saw that it was a thing, you were like, oh, this should be my thing. What am I doing? I did take a class that next weekend after that reading and the class went really well. I needed some kind of confirmation that really I was doing this. It went well. And then I was like, let's open up a business. But this was in um, 2000. So the internet wasn't like it is today. You didn't like look up psychics or something on the internet. There wasn't video on the internet at that time. So me just starting my own business, there was nothing to prevent me from doing it because I didn't have anybody to compare myself to. Yeah, that is true. It is a little different now because you're like, oh my gosh, this person says they make this much and this person, yeah. man, man. like, how could I ever they do that this way? And oh, they have this much experience. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, that's cool. That's awesome that you were just like, I'm doing this now. Take a class. We're doing it. I, lo I love that go-getter attitude. Look at you, girl. <laughs> I need to know if the dog's okay. So was the dog okay after the Dog's corn cob totally incident? Fine. Yep. <laughs> she passed, she passed the, uh, um, corn cobs and lived to be. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I always forget to tell that part of the story. I know. <laughs> also, uh, interesting. And my cat must know you're here because he's going to be very in my face while I'm doing this call. I have to leave my door open because my kid's downstairs. So, um, yeah, unexpected, but we're doing it anyway. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's a, that's an awesome story. Uh, and I echo it. I had so many pets, so many pets as a child. I would get like, my cousin told me, uh, if I wanted some hairless rats once, cause they were going to get fed to a snake. And I was like, give me the rats right now. And <laughs> I named them Pinky and Brain, uh, and then they they lived for a very long time. And I was like, I just everybody's like, why did you have those? I'm like, because they were awesome and they were so lovable and so cute. And I've just always I've always been an animal person too, so I I love to hear that. I mean, I'm sure most people are. I don't know, maybe maybe not. Have you met people that are just like I don't don't like animals ever? Uh, if someone says that to me, they don't remain in my. <laughs> I just don't get how they Goodbye. can like how <laughs> I have no desire to be around somebody who isn't an animal lover but I find that somebody who says that um, is usually somebody who's very not open to anything so I'm not really gonna jive with them 
True. So they yeah. They can, they can keep going in the grocery store line or whatever it is that they're doing because they're not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not fun. Like, yeah. And there, for me, like the people I've met that say that also don't like just nature of any kind. And I just, I don't, I don't get it. It's crazy. The coolest thing though, is when you meet somebody who says, I never liked animals. I never had an animal. And then I met Suki and they're like, all about Suki. And they're like leaving stuff to Suki in their will. And they're like, (laughs) (laughs) so the animal totally changed their life. I love that. I love that. Uh, that's like my parents. So my parents never let us get a dog. Not that they hate dogs, but they like to admire dogs from afar. They didn't want to have the responsibility and take care of one. And my dad lied our whole entire lives and said that he was allergic, which like only in his soul, he's allergic, not like physiologically <laughs> allergic. So we could never get a dog. Every Christmas, I was like, Santa, please bring me a dog. I really want a dog. And always it was no. And Aww. all we could have was like, beta fish hermit crabs like little you know little things that we that's funny because beta fish and hermit crabs are both like semi-solitary animals anyway <laughs> like that's not something you would get more than one of yeah that's and really hermit funny. crabs are nocturnal and loud so they'd be in my room like scratching with the sand moving around I was like oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh this is the worst pet to have and <laughs> so I finally finally got a dog as everybody that follows me on Instagram knows because that's basically my whole feed now and his name is Otto he's amazing and so cute but I was like a little nervous like how my parents were gonna yeah respond. like are they gonna like the dog like are they gonna punt the dog like what's going on he's tiny <laughs> and my dad built him a ramp because he's a wiener dog so now he has a little ramp in the backyard that grandpa built for him even though grandpa doesn't like dogs right and my mom always facetimes me and like let me see the dog let me see the dog i want to say hi to otto so she's taking full ownership of her puppy grandma role and it's so cute i'm like see i knew y'all would come around one well, day. they often come around when the, the animal's not in their life. <laughs> right. That's right. true. They don't have to take care of him. <laughs> Makes sense. My dad always said, I'm, I'm going to be the one to take care of it. We can't get a dog. And then we did get a dog. And he was like the best friend of this dog. Like I, it was my dog. And I was like, you took my dog because that's my dog. <laughs> they just bonded so quick. It was, it's really hilarious how that happens. But um, yeah. Wow. I love, I love animal community. I did take an animal communication course when I was studying hypnotherapy and I got some hits and it was like really weird. Listen, as a kid, I was like, yeah, I know everything that this animal's thinking. I was like animal whisperer, but even as a kid, I was like, I don't know, like, am I, is it, maybe I just, maybe it's a vibe. Maybe I'm not like hearing them speak, but as a, as a grown up taking the animal communication course, I was like, this is, I, there, there's no way I'm going to be able to get this. There's no way. Like I had such a big amount of skepticism and I, I got a pretty funnily enough, Kels, it was about popcorn. Cause I know you said popcorn at the beginning of the, of the show, but she, had her dog, the teacher had her dog in her lap. And she's like, just anything, anything that you pick up, just look at the dog and just write down anything. And I wrote down like this dog loves to have popcorn. Cause it, I got in my head how my mom used to feed her cat popcorn. And that was the first thing I saw. So I was like, okay, I'm just, whatever. It's probably just cause my mom used to do it, whatever. And she's like, no, I give him, it's like his favorite thing to eat. And I, was like, I was like blown <laughs> away. But do you think that if there, I mean, I know psychic ability is something that pretty much anyone can do if they're open to it. And if they practice enough, do you find that it's the same way with this kind of animal communication? Or do you feel like some people just don't have it? 
Um, so you talked about how when you were little, yes, you felt like you had the vibe and you know, you, you knew, but maybe it's just a vibe, but maybe it's psychic. The holiday season is in full swing. And if you're wondering what you should gift your friends and family, that's not going to break the bank. Consider giving them the gift of a great book. For the journalers in your life, Letters to the Universe is a manifesting journal that will help them to script their dreams into existence. What better gift is there than that? For the baby witches who are new to manifesting and want to learn how, My Pocket Guide to Manifestation is definitely the one for them. And for anyone who could use a little more sunshine and happiness, which is basically everybody, <laughs> Affirmations for Happiness can help there. I'll link to these books in the show notes, or you can just search my name, Kelsey Aida, at any major book retailer and find the books online or in person there. Happy gift giving. Um, everybody has the ability. We're way more open to it when we're little. It's just like regular psychic. Yeah. I was, I know because I come from the, the view of animal communicator, I always say animal communication and then like plain psychic stuff or regular mm -hmm. and I don't mean anything bad by it because I teach that as well basic psychic so. stuff <laughs> <laughs> um so it's it's very much the same the thing that I like about people learning animal communication is that I feel like the animals are giving extra added help to open your psychic senses. And a lot of people will learn animal communication and then they'll realize, oh, and my regular psychic senses are now open as well. And because they were concentrating so hard on the animal, they didn't realize that everything was opening up. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to dive into this. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been like on and off more or less psychic for the last couple of years, I had like an awakening. And at first it was really intense. I had like my psychic girl summer. It was like super open, doors wide open, super psychic. But then, I don't know, it's been on and off. It's been like touch and go since then. And, and now that I have this dog, plus we've been pulling Oracle <laughs> cards together because Otto is like a freaking little genius wizard puppy. And he always knows the cards. He always pulls the best cards. And I'm just like, man, another way to practice the gifts and work with my intuition. This is going to be fun. Get ready, so Otto. I, Get ready. I want to know, Kelsey, why yeah. you think it's been on and off. Because well, I see this with my students and I have a feeling I know what's going on. Oh, okay. Well, I'll love to hear your insight. But I feel like it's more or less open depending how like stressed I am. So if I'm more in the 3D, like thinking about bills and work, yeah. got to do this and got to adult and adulting is hard and doing all these things, then I'm just like psychic, what? Don't need that. And just like shuts off. But when I'm really relaxed and I'm meditating a lot and I'm eating good and I'm like really feeling safe, then I think the gifts are more open. But also I have like this perfectionist complex where I'm like, well, is that the real information or did I just make it up? You know, that classic thing. <laughs> like what Lindsay was saying. Yeah, I'm 100% the same way. Like I've, if I'm stressed or like in the to-do mode checklist and stuff, I don't even, I don't feel it's hard to feel spiritual when you're trying to get stuff done. But when I do, that's when like stuff starts to come through. I echo that completely. So tell us what's wrong, Danielle. Come on, tell <laughs> Fix us. us. Fix us. <laughs> so most of what I do is I teach animal communication and students are exactly like what you're saying. And Kelsey, the two things you talked about are right in line with what I teach but slightly from a different angle. Like you're saying, when I'm not in bill paying mode and when I'm in a more spiritual place, 
But what I teach is that you can be in bill pay, paying mode, take a moment to do a little energy management to bring your energy into that awesome space, and then right then in that moment, be able to do it. So it's a little bit more like you could do it more in the moment if you did those those little bits on the fly to bring your energy into alignment. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if I purposely go into the space when I want to go into the space versus just like, oh, today, maybe I'm psychic today, maybe not. Depends. I think that's like the reason that my students are so successful is because I don't let them just be like, I'm doing it Mm -hmm. on the fly. I make them take the 10, 15 seconds to bring themselves into the zone. And then they're like in that great place to receive and they can trust the information. Cause also when you're in that, like I call it the zone, when you're in the zone, you're not thinking about bills and you're not like, but last time this didn't work and this time this did work and the planets aren't aligned today, you know, all that stuff. So I would just suggest Kelsey, actually both of you that you do some little quickie little something in that yeah. moment just before going in. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And like, I'm thinking of like when I do coaching sessions with my clients and healing sessions, like I get in the zone and so much information comes through. But right. for some reason, I just yes. don't apply that to my own life. I'm just like <laughs> going about my day instead of dropping into the zone, right? True. It. It's true. The and it's very thing. good timing. It's very good timing because this is what I'm feeling like at the moment. It's just like, oh, ooh, got a bunch of stuff to do today and tomorrow <laughs> and all, all the days. The other thing that um, you brought up perfectionist, Kelsey, the other thing that I always say is that you can't know if you're right or wrong until you say it. So I I feel like she's heard this before. (laughs) (laughs) So many people want to gather the intuitive information, figure it all out, put it together, come up with the answer and then share the answer. But in, in my world, it's not about that. It's about, I received this and I'm sharing exactly this, whether it makes sense to me, whether I feel secure in it, whether I believe it or not, I'm just going to be okay to say it. Mm. And I feel like that's kind of a hard thing. For that's, you. that's hard because the, the little voice in the back of my head is like, oh, what if you say the wrong thing? This person's going to think you're crazy or this person's going to think you're full of yourself or you're going you're gonna to judge yourself for not having good intel and then you're not going to believe you're psychic anymore and blah, blah, blah. The list goes on, the list goes on. So that's what we're taught, yeah. right? We're taught to, normal human beings gather data and then we come up with an answer and then we share it. We don't just share half a thing that doesn't even make sense and say it <laughs> and let it be out there because that would be crazy. But with intuition, we have to. I have have to get really comfortable just talking out of my bum all the time. And I've become more comfortable with it, but there are times when it comes up where I'm just, I'll hold back a little. Okay. I'm glad that you still hold back a little too. This makes me feel more Yeah. (laughs) And then I do have a, because recently I was talking to a client who recently lost a pet and I, I, I felt like I had to say something to her. Like, what do you do? And I said it and I knew I was safe to say it, but like in the moments where like you have to say something or you feel like it's going to burst out of you, but you're not sure if they're going to receive it. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you, what do you do? Do you just say it anyway? No, I actually work. No, don't do it. What I do is I try not to get myself in that position. So Lindsay, if you and I were talking at the grocery store and you're talking about your dog who passed and you're just sharing about your dog who passed, I am not, I'm going to make sure that I am not tuning in 
unless okay. you say, is there something you can share with me? And then I'll tune in and then I know you're open to it. But it's yeah. a really hard boundary to build intuitively to not be open all the time. So everything's coming in because nobody yeah. wants to hear it if they're not asking for it. And then I'm like the jerky, nosy psychic. <laughs> well, luckily in this case, it was like, I knew that it was fine, but I do agree that it's just for me at this moment, it's a, it's willy nilly Kels willy nilly. It's just like, it happens when it happens and it doesn't happen when it doesn't happen. So going back to your advice about getting yourself into that space into the receiving mode and then not into the receiving mode, I think is very important. Um, what do you do to get into that space? What are your 10 to 15 minutes look like? Or is it like oh, five? It's 10 to 15 seconds. Oh, seconds? Yeah. <laughs> you getting in the zone I was quick. Like, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was minutes. That's no. way better. <laughs> did I say minutes? I don't yeah, think no. you did. No, I don't I think, think you did. I think she just heard minutes. I think okay. I heard minutes because it yeah, has to be Yeah, when my students are spending 10 to 15 minutes trying to get in the zone, I'm out there going, stop. No, <laughs> because when we spend so much time trying to get into the zone, we're getting attached. And then when you're attached, right. you're trying to make it happen, you're controlling it and you're not, not open. So like um, things that I do to get myself in the zone are belly breathing. I do little um, exercises with my breath or little visualizations, or I imagine all of my energy calmly falling to the floor and a gentle little like sprinkle blanket, like, all right, we're going to, we're going to get like, but I'm only taking a moment to do it because technically we don't really need more. It's different from meditation, right? Meditation. I'm going to do this in the morning. I'm going to spend 30 minutes every morning. Da, da, da. This is like, I'm going through my normal life and wow, that thing just happened there, or I'm feeling a little insecure. I'm going to do a, some energy management just for a brief moment, make sure it made me feel better. And then I'm going to go into it. Um, that on off thing though, Lindsay is, is a, is a big is a big deal. So my energy, I've trained my energy to know when I do some energy management, it's like, I'm saying, okay, now I'm on. And then when I finish, I, I basically kind of imagine off, like done. I'm not ever turning my intuition off a hundred percent because, um, like one time I was driving in the car and I was going to go, I was going to pass and I was going like 70 and I heard, don't go. And luckily I didn't go because a car, I would, it would have been the worst accident ever. So I want to have my intuition on for like emergency, yeah. but I don't want to be walking down the street and hearing from all the squirrels and the, you know, this is too much. What do oh squirrels have God. to say? What do squirrels have to say? I need to know. They're Where's very the often very busy and chipmunks, same thing. They're always like, huh? Oh, let's go. Okay. They, they do, at, when they're talking at the physical level, they're very busy and they don't really want to stop and talk. But there's also with animals, the soul level. And at the soul level, that's where the animal knows like that you had a fight with your boyfriend or that you're working on learning self-love or, you know, they know this bigger picture stuff. But when you just kind of like stop a squirrel and say, hey, how are you? They're <laughs> very often, I'm real busy. <laughs> I'm real busy. Get on my way. Yeah. <laughs> as we're, totally as you're that. saying that, my cat just knocked over everything on my file cabinet. And that's why he's not allowed in here. He's like, I'm so unbothered by what I just did. There Don't is care. video footage evidence of this on the Patreon for anyone who right. needs yeah. another reason to join. Do they need another reason? There's cat. so many. Good ones. Cat. Do cats think yeah. they're superior to humans? Because that's the vibe that I get. Um, all animals say 
that they are superior to humans. I know. Wow. I know you're kind of like, and I agree. <laughs> I agree. By the way. <laughs> well, so so this is what they say. They say they've mastered unconditional love, and that we haven't. That's and they're true. helping us master unconditional love. So so they would never say. Although, yeah, you're right. Some cats are like they know. They know, right? Um, <laughs> dogs aren't usually like that. But in general, they would say that they're teaching us because we don't have it together. Yeah, that's so true. Oh my gosh, I love them even more. What cutie pies. Uh, I know. I, I'm curious, like, what are some of the more popular messages that come through from people's pets? And like, do you have any crazy, crazy messages that came through and you were like, whoa, no animals ever said that before? Um, popular. Well, so usually like common. Like uh, usually if I, if I don't actually do private readings anymore, I train people. So everybody goes there to, I'm always sending them to the people I train. But um, when I was doing private readings, one of the most often asked questions was, do they know how much I love them? Do they love me? I love them. You know, and like, those are great questions. You both went, oh, the answer is always yes. The answer is always yes. It's like a waste of a question because of course they know how much you love them and they love you as much as you love them. Um, okay, crazy story. I feel like I can share it here. Yeah. I only shared it a few times publicly. I was working with this woman and her dog and we're doing the reading and the woman starts getting very, um, in the beginning of the reading, she's very close. And I don't know what's going on because I'd done a reading with her before. And I'm, I'm kind of trying to like, is everything okay? What's up? So then I go to her dog and I'm asking, hey, is, what do you want me to know? What do I need to do here? And um, the dog, so I don't know if I can share that. So it's a visual like, do you guys like, um, Sorry. I walked myself into it. No, listen, you just share as best you can. And the people, if we, do we need to see, is that what yeah, the I'm deal is? I'm going to show you with my fingers what I saw. I'm going to use my fingers. Okay. Okay. So okay. join the Patreon people because you don't want to miss this story. You do not. You'll get the video. You'll get everything that we're seeing right now. We're okay. ready. We're ready so to go. So I'm asking the dog, why, why is she being so standoffish? Why won't she share? Because the person that you're reading with, with their animal with, they need to be open as well. And um, so the dog shows me two, uh, can I say that? Okay, I'm going to mouth it to you. <laughs> you can say bad words. Penises. Pee-pees. <laughs> yes, two, two peni. <laughs> crossed crossing each other I know I was like why am I telling what did you this I love this story keep going (laughs) and then two two (laughs) oh goodness it's getting really hot okay (laughs) sorry this is gonna we're never gonna get through this now that you said penises later Okay. Okay. Uh, she he showed you two cross penis. <laughs> guys, I'm such a good podcast interview. I know we're usually way better than this. What's going on? I'm sorry. It's hot. Okay. Drinking water. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So shows me two pen peni whatever like, and so I'm like okay. 
So I just want you to know, your dog just showed me the, the peni cross like this. What's going on? Well, it turns. You guys, I can't look your face. <laughs> I'm sorry. Eliza, she wants to hear, I my think, cat wants to hear the story. I think the funnier part is the plural penis word peni. Because she, oh, the peni? What is yeah, is that a real word? I don't I know. I think it's right. No, you're correct. I do believe it is peni. That and if it isn't, it should be hilarious. Okay. Anyway, sorry, okay, right, so you asked now. her what's going on, and did she blush and, right, and so laugh the, immediately? The summary <laughs> of it was that she was feeling very insecure because she had had a threesome the night before, and she was very upset about it. And she, the 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 dog had been there and seen the whole thing, and so she was very worried about this whole. So once the dog told me, then she fessed up. Hey, this is what's going on. This is why I feel this way. So I was oh like, my kind of a crazy one. That is the craziest. I Wait, think. So was the dog like traumatized, or the dog was no. like cool with it? Like you do the you. Dog- that's actually animals don't judge us yeah that's a good question though like when you're reading an animal with the owner with the person is the animal picking up on things from the owner or is the pet uh relaying things from their experience based on what your question is about the owner like was the dog coming up with his own visual her own visual or did she just read that from her owner and then give it to you do you know what i'm saying you mean why were the two peni crossed? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why? No. Yes, I guess so. Why yeah. that visual? Because I know psychics will read their own symbols and relay them, you know, yeah. most of the time. So do the animals do that as well? Or are they picking up symbols from the owner? No. So that dog um, gave me that information with, with everything crossed like that so that I would be like, I don't understand. Why are there two and why are they crossed? And that gave the person the opportunity to share. It doesn't mean that. Got it the crossing happened in real life right but like did the dog see this and that's why he knew or did he know because the owner knew the dog the dog even if the dog didn't see it right the dog knew right so, okay that's that was yeah. my question in a weird way yeah <laughs> yeah so they don't have to be like your your auto it's auto so auto you could be talking about auto from the other room and auto intuitively knows exactly everything that you're saying see she my kitty knew you were talking about plural penine and she wanted to come and listen it's <laughs> like Ooh, knew. Tell me more. she came in the second you we started giggling she's like what's the tea guys i want to know anyway I don't know why so they're they, in- they have this like they have so there's two levels there's the physical level which is where they react to us laughing or crying you know their foot hurts and then there's a the soul level where they know everything they know what we really feel what our soul needs to evolve what the big picture is what our purpose here is in life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and on the which soul we all have level, you know is any of the soul level information that they're like privy to also like in their conscious mind like oh mommy is going through this like are they thinking that or it's just like they just know it deep down but they're not like thinking about it they think about it but they still have their physical being so like your cat may know that you're working Lindsay, on really taking great care of yourself no matter what else is going on around you putting yourself first I feel like that's something you just picked up from her, probably. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> if you're saying it, looking at both of us, I'm just going to believe it 100%. Cause... So your cat may know this, mm-hmm. 
but we'll still do things at the physical level that may get in the way of that, that may um, like make you have to deal with it. So your cat may suddenly get sick at exactly the time when you decided I'm going to take better care of myself. Mm -hmm. And now your cat is like bringing this all to the forefront for you to make you really dig in and do the thing that you're supposed to do. Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal. Once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal, and that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back, and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. Interesting. Aw, thank you for helping. You know, it's funny. As an example, I brought water and she's drinking. She's trying to drink it all for me instead of letting me have my hydration. So thanks. <laughs> she's like, let me help you with that. Don't worry. You don't have to drink it all alone. <laughs> you don't have to. So, okay. So I want to try this now. So what am I going to do? So I'm going to drop in the zone. I'm going to be like, Otto, do I come with questions? Am I just being open to whatever he wants to give me? What, what is the process like? So if you want to just try like on your own, because everybody has this ability, um, you get yourself in the zone. So you, and you, you, if you're not in the zone, you're not going to trust anything that happens. And then, um, most people will want to ask a question, but I would suggest not asking a question. I would suggest basically saying, you know, what do you want me to know? And whether it's, what do you want me to know? It's something that you hear, you feel, you see that you feel in your body. Like it's going to come in in the same way that regular intuition comes in. They use the same methods to send you that information. But if you can be okay, not controlling it and not trying to have it come in on this topic or in this way, and you give auto basically all the openness to send information in whatever way you are going to have better luck at doing it's not luck but you're going to you, you're not narrowing the field of vision of through which you can receive the information does that make sense yeah that totally makes sense okay cool that's Elsie, it you and you and i should <laughs> do this with our pets and then report back on next episode what we got or yeah. like next next couple episodes because i don't know how long it'll take or maybe just put it on patreon <laughs> i'm excited to try i'm, I'm and then when you well, also when you go to do it, make sure that you're in a place where you're just feeling like so ooey gooey lovey toward your pet, not not like this. Okay, I'm gonna do this thing. Here I go. I <laughs> Are you being happen. bad, Otto? Tell me why. <laughs> yeah, or just trying to do it perfectly, right, Kelsey? You said you have right. that perfectionism thing. Perfectionism actually really kind of goofs up intuition. I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I can attest to this. Okay, <laughs> cool. I'm excited. So here's an interesting query for you. Do you ever, have you ever received information from like a, like a baby, like what a baby that couldn't talk yet? Is it kind of the same? Have you ever tried it? 
Do you mean a baby human? Or like a human. Yeah. Like a baby that's just maybe too young to communicate. Have you picked up anything from them? Because I would imagine, excuse me, I would imagine that it would be similar. Get your furry butt off my desk. Thank you. Um, I wouldn't compare a baby human intuitively to an animal. Um, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Then, then tell me the difference um different so template either I have connected with um baby unborn babies like uh like my friend was like when am I going to get pregnant when am I going to get pregnant and I knew who was coming in that came to me and I I told her here's about when it's going to happen it's a girl da 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 um and so that soul was able to share hey I am coming hey this is going to happen at this time um but I've never sat down that I can remember to actually have a baby, like a human baby, and be like, hello, baby. Like, I've not done that. I've done it with animals, but not human babies. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Interesting. That's such an interesting question. Well, I want to, if you do, might might be a whole new branch of business for you. Because <laughs> I, know, I know many parents, especially new baby. ones, want to know what this baby wants. Right. What does this baby need? <laughs> but intuitively what I could do with a baby is I could tell you all about the baby like tell you about the personality and the likes and dislikes and you know intuitively pick that up from my guides about the baby but like with animal communication I want to connect with the animal specifically not my guides telling me about the animal which is another type of intuition and it's awesome and I do it too but with the baby I haven't done the direct with the baby Mm, interesting. I have a reincarnation question for you. So I have a theory that Otto was like a bunny in his past life, but because he has like a lot of bunny tendencies. Um, is that possible? Also, second reincarnation question. I used to think that dogs would like be training to be humans, right? Like when they're watching TV and like sitting at the table, like doing the lights and stuff. But then I was like, dogs are so much more involved than us. So probably like you graduate from a human into a dog because dogs like get everything just handed to them. They get fed, they get loved on. If you're a domesticated dog, I feel like you reincarnated like to the top, right? You're going to have a cushy life. So now I'm kind of like flipped on it. Like maybe humans evolve so much that they get to be a domesticated dog I don't know what are your thoughts on this <laughs> all right I spend a ton of time working with animals that have crossed over so and reincarnation is like a huge a huge thing I cannot um for sure because I'm not connected into auto right now I'll tell you if auto was a bunny in a past life <laughs> <laughs> but what I can tell you is that um, according to what the animals tell me, animal souls reincarnate as animal souls yeah, and human souls reincarnate as human souls. And I totally know that this is different from what religions say. Religions say animals are working up to reincarnating as uh, human souls. But the animals that I've talked with are like, no, I don't want to be human. Like that's backwards yeah. for me. Um, so the dog might reincarnate as a rabbit, might reincarnate as a horse. They don't stick to the same animal soul. What they're doing since they're here helping us is they are um, reincarnating as the animal that they see will help us the most in that lifetime. So they stay in the animal lane. That's their zone yeah. of genius. That's where they like to be. Yeah, because they already did all their soul's work. They like they know what they're doing. They're here to to help us. Right, that's what I mean. They're masterful. So I'm like, 
yeah these guys maybe they were humans and then they ascended now you get to be a dog you're welcome i don't know (laughs) because i used to think the opposite and then i like watch my dog's life and i'm like dang he has such a good life like so easy like this is some masterful manifestation happening like literally he just comes out of his little crate which i call his house every morning he comes out of his little house he rolls over and is ready for the belly rubs i'm like could we all be this good at receiving? Could we? <laughs> well, the other cool thing about animals is they are um, in the natural world. When we humans don't mess them up, they feel good about themselves all the time. Yes. Like they don't go, oh, I am not as good at collecting nuts as squirrel number four over there or whatever, you know, Ralph. They like, it doesn't make them feel bad about themselves. They just keep doing their job and it doesn't take a toll on their ego. They're not comparing themselves in that way. So they, if they were to go and become human, they it's literally going backwards. We always mm-hmm. feel bad about ourselves. Everything happens and we're like, my hair, or I wasn't good enough at that, or whatever the thing is, we take every opportunity to put ourselves down or, or use it as a reason to try harder, do more to prove something. It's so true. I was literally writing about this in one of my books. And I was writing about manifesting and like, feeling worthy and deserving. And I was like, do you think the bear that goes out to catch the fish is like, oh, I don't know if I'm worthy of these fish. I don't know if I should eat the fish. Maybe I should starve myself today. I don't know if I was a good enough bear to be deserving all these fish. Maybe I just shouldn't go fishing. I don't know. Like, no, the bear's like, I'm hungry, gonna eat. Right. I deserve to eat. Everybody, that's not even a thought, right? It's like so silly when you think about it like that from the perspective of the animal. We are so silly. We are silly. Oh my gosh. This is so fun. (gasps) I'm so excited. (laughs) On that silly note, uh, we should go to Patreon, yeah? Let's do it. Yes, we should. I would love for Danielle to tell everyone about where people can learn from you, how they can work from you, where to find more of your magic. (laughs) Um, I made you, I made you as a page. So I made you. Oh, yay. Yeah. I'm very technologically. (laughs) Did you not know? <laughs> she is a psychic and a computer wizard. <laughs> right. The page is daniellemckinnon.com slash high vibe in it. And Ooh. there I put a link to my five tips to connect to your pet, my The Incredible Animal Afterlife book, which is basically the book that I wrote for people. Because the nine million questions on my social media are, I miss my pet. How can I reconnect? All of that. And also to my membership, which is where we all kind of get together and do what we're doing here as well, which is chatting and asking questions and just connecting. Oh, and I can confirm. I just went to this page and it's so awesome. You have everything that people need to get started with this. Um, And I'm going to take some of these tips. I'm going to look at this animal communication tips thing. Um, So yeah, go to Danielle McKinnon, M-A-C. We're going to link it in the description but go to this website go to this page you get everything you need danielle we've had so much fun with you thank you sorry for the inappropriate stories but thank you for- sorry. that's gonna be a highlight of my of this entire podcast i, I just honestly it. think our listeners are gonna be giggling along in their car mopping their house doing what yeah. they're doing because you know laughter is the best medicine you need so a giggle i think it was good <laughs> plus we're not like a pg all of our episodes no. are explicit so 
you're in okay, good hands. Perfect. Don't worry. <laughs> so this turns out to be okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yes. It'll be good. I think people will actually think it was awesome. So you're welcome, everybody, for that <laughs> laugh. <laughs> yeah. And Kelsey doesn't get, she does not get the giggles like this. Okay, She's but, usually the more professional than me right. and she lost it. So it's, it's really? a very good story. It yeah, you, my- you did it. So you the women it, in my family, like, I, I don't know my great grandma, but starting with my grandma and my mom and all her sisters and me and my sister, mm-hmm. like, if you get us giggling just the right way, like we cannot stop. Like my mom trying to tell a funny story is like the most infuriating thing because she cannot get through it. She'll just start laughing so much and like losing her breath, crying, and she cannot get out. And we're like, mom, get to the punchline. Nobody else even knows what's funny. Like, what's funny? <laughs> and when you were making me laugh so hard, I was like, oh my God, I'm just like my mom. <laughs> yeah. Blast. that's a I think it's a first on the pod so congratulations Danielle you deserve an invisible gold star <laughs> all the gold you. stars we'll see you on the patreon everybody we love you we thank you for listening every week and we will see you VIPs over on the casual side <laughs> thanks so much for tuning into the show thank you to everybody who has left a review and shared the podcast with friends and family We super appreciate it. It really helps the show a lot, especially because our goal is to get over 1 million downloads before the end of 2023. And we definitely need and appreciate your help to do it. You can further support the show by joining patreon.com slash high vibe to get exclusive content, extended episodes, bonuses, and more. Thanks again for listening. We love you so much. And we'll be back next week with another new episode. Bye. Bye.